0: wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more that's wonderfulpistachios.com it's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily episode 500 and I'm Dr. Neil Malik hey there a very happy friday to you welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily where i answer your health questions related to fitness diet and nutrition and lots more you send me the questions and i answer them for you and i can't believe it it's the 500th episode of this show It's because of you that all of our shows are still running. So thank you for being a daily listener. Thank you for subscribing. And I'm just so grateful that you find this show useful. Now, in case you're not familiar with me and are wondering, well, why should I send you my questions? What do you know? Well, hopefully you're not that mean, but you get what I'm saying. When I call myself Dr. Neil, that's not a self-imposed name. I have my doctorate in public health with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have my master's of public health with an emphasis in health education and health promotion. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist or personal trainer, same thing. I'm also an assistant professor and department chair at Bastyr University, California, and I'm faculty at two other institutions. All right, enough about me. Let's hear today's question as we optimize your life. Hi, good afternoon, my name is Omar Khan. I uh, recently went to the doctor's office and some blood work uh, and just came back with the fact that I have uh, average to high uh, cholesterol. Just wanted to know if you uh, could please explain cholesterol and um, how cholesterol compares to you know overall health and how can one uh, reduce one's uh, cholesterol through their diet and exercise? I mean, does eating, you know, uh, foods high in cholesterol, high in uh, certain fats correlate to one having high cholesterol or not so much? Thank you for your question, Omar. The timing of your question is perfect. Just this past week, I was teaching my students about this very topic. So much of this is fresh in my mind, which is great. So let's get right to it. Cholesterol is actually made naturally by the body. And as your doctor mentioned, we can get it from foods too. So how's that possible? Well, about 75% of the cholesterol we find in our bloodstream right now came from the liver. Now, this is actually a good thing. You may wonder how it's possible that cholesterol can be good for us at all, but without getting too scientific, cholesterol actually acts as a transporter in the body. You remember that Jason Statham movie, The Transporter? Now, the film's title makes it painfully obvious, but Statham's character was hired to transport precious cargo from one mobster to another. Well, imagine cholesterol is your personal transporter. The precious cargo in this case, fat. So we need cholesterol to transport fat around the body, and in some cases, out of the body. Using the Statham transporter analogy, cholesterol grabs onto fat, sticks it in its trunk, and moves it along the highway that is our bloodstream. So this is why the liver has to make cholesterol, to support this very natural function. So while cholesterol does have a specific and very useful function in the body, too much of a good thing can be a bad thing. I said that about 75% of the cholesterol floating around in the bloodstream right now was made by your liver. The other 25% comes from the diet. Now where in the diet specifically does cholesterol come from? Think of it this way. Anytime you eat something that had a liver, think cows, pigs, chickens and their eggs, fish, lizards, basically other animals, you're going to get some cholesterol. That's because their livers make it too. But the question is, does eating cholesterol actually raise our blood cholesterol levels? The American Heart Association used to think so, but recently they changed their mind. The recommendation used to go something like this. Don't consume any more than 300 milligrams of dietary cholesterol each day. But now it seems that the cholesterol you get from food may not actually raise blood cholesterol levels as much as we once thought. Other factors instead seem to be more important. What complicates things a bit is the fact that there are different types of cholesterol in the bloodstream. We've learned that some types of cholesterol are more harmful than others. The ones we know are most harmful are the ones labeled LDL or VLDL. An easy way to remember this is to think of the L in LDL referring to lousy or lethal cholesterol. You actually don't get this lousy or lethal cholesterol from your diet. Instead, our body makes LDL when we eat certain types of fat. Remember, cholesterol's role in the body is to act like Jason Statham and transport fat. So what happens is this. When you eat certain types of fat, the liver says, hey, we need more Jason Stathams to transport this fat around. So it makes more transporters. Unfortunately, it makes more lousy or lethal transporters, LDL cholesterol, to do the job. So what types of fat cause the liver to make more of this lethal transporter? Saturated and trans fats specifically. Saturated fat is commonly found in animal products, particularly red meat. So most animal products have both cholesterol and are a source of saturated fat. Trans fat is still found in some processed or boxed foods, particularly cakes, cookies, and crackers. Okay, so I've been spending a lot of time talking about the lousy or lethal LDL cholesterol, but we have another type of cholesterol in the body, HDL. So if it helps you, think of the H in HDL referring to happy or healthy cholesterol. All health professionals will tell you that you want more HDL in the body. This is because HDL helps our bodies get rid of too much of the lousy or lethal LDL cholesterol. So, HDL is also a transporter, but of the lousy, lethal LDL specifically. HDL sends that LDL out of the body. So, what can you do from a diet and lifestyle perspective to lower your lousy or lethal LDL cholesterol? Luckily, there are ways. Here are my tips. 1. Be sure you're eating at least 25 grams of dietary fiber each day. Now you may wonder what does fiber have to do with cholesterol. Well, what we've learned is fiber is like HDL sidekick. It helps the body get rid of that lousy or lethal LDL cholesterol. So, if you consume at least 25 grams of dietary fiber each day, you're actually helping your body get rid of that bad cholesterol. Now, without even trying to track how many grams of dietary fiber you're getting each day to make sure you're meeting your 25 grams, one easy way to make sure is to simply eat a balanced diet. A diet full of oats, whole grains, berries, beans, and nuts will likely get you to that point. Tip number two, eat more omega-3 fats. These can be found in pretty high quantities in marine fish, like salmon, mackerel, halibut, and trout. What's interesting is these types of fats in particular actually help lower LDL cholesterol in the blood. Now, if you're not a fan of any of these fish, consider purchasing a high-quality supplement and, of course, checking with your doctor to be sure it's okay to take these given your health history. He or she can also provide you with the right dosage, too. Tip number three, as I mentioned earlier, lower your intakes of saturated and trans fats. In the American diet, most sources of saturated fat come from red meat. So those would be things like beef, bacon, pork, which, of course, come from the same animal, game. Those are common types of red meat. And as I mentioned earlier, consuming fewer boxed cakes, cookies, and crackers can help lower the trans fat in your diet. Tip number four, exercise. High-intensity activity in particular seems to help increase the happy or healthy HDL levels in the blood, which will then, of course, help remove that lousy or lethal LDL from the bloodstream. Aim for exercising at a high-intensity for at least 30 minutes, three days a week. Doing this up to five days a week is even better. Tip number five. Watch those added sugars. What we've learned is that too many of these added or simple sugars in the diet tells the liver to make more LDL transporters in the blood. So, if you're a fan of regular sodas, candy, and desserts, think about consuming just a little less each day. Even little changes will start to add up over time. And lastly, tip number six. If you're carrying any excess body weight, losing just five pounds can actually help lower LDL cholesterol levels. It doesn't take much. All right, so the great news is that even if your cholesterol numbers don't look all that good right now, all hope is not lost. There's still plenty of time to keep those cholesterol levels in check. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again for the question, Omar. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be in the raffle, send me a question. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. You can record right from your computer's microphone. It's really easy, and you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love ohd Both methods are in this episode's description. Thank you, thank you again for listening. That's 500 episodes of Optimal Health Daily. And again, it's all thanks to you. Thank you for your continued support. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll be back here on Monday as usual where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show,